Good evening. So, I actually got quite a few questions uh, from people who were here and people who weren't even here last lecture asking me follow-up questions, which are great. And many of them I mentioned uh, will be answered in, in the, in the uh, as we learn in the weeks ahead. Um, actually got, there was a class tonight as well, so some people did go to that. And actually, some people asked me about going to that class. So I said, to be honest, that doesn't make a difference to me, but if you're asking me my opinion, I think you should come here. <coughs> and I think, I'll tell you why. It's not a question of who will give a better lecture. I'm sure Ray Mark's going to give a great lecture. But what would happen to you in that class? You're in a class, you're a mazel. And, you know, <laughs> will it affect the person's whole life? Possibly being motivated to have a deeper understanding, be inspired to an extent. And that's great. I, and I applaud anyone who went to the class. I applaud that the fact that there's a class tonight. But what we're learning is not one class, and it's not one night of inspiration. We're trying to have a, a worldview of Walter and Chong. And it kind of like, to me, I don't care who the class is, I don't know when it is. Next, uh, next shop, I was just going through the classes that are going to be here. It's going to be unbelievable classes. Each one will be in, in a great class. I mean, he'll be, Ruben seems funny. He's articulate. Uh, he has great toichen. He has content. But I would venture to say there's no one class, usually, that's going to blow a person away. It, there are classes which can change a person and motivate them to do something. But the hard work is the inculcation of that. And Mitochan really is getting an acquaintance. And there's not one, there's no class on Mitochan that will change a person. There's no one class that will give it to him. <coughs> Even in Amunah, which is belief, <coughs> there's no one class that will do it, although it's a little bit easier. As you mentioned, Mitochan. Um, trust in Hashem is <coughs> levels and it's levels that we're going to be on and that takes effort and that takes work and that takes really years of life of, of investment what we're learning of course the more we review it and the more we, we delve into it the Hashem, the more likely we'll be to be successful but it's not like uh, popcorn you know you know what popcorn is popcorn is instant gratification but if we stick to this and we work on it, and we, we slowly but surely put it into our lives, it will change our whole entire lives so, so radically. I don't give you two personal vignettes, because I, I happen to think that we talk about something, thank you, for the chesed. And I always have a rule for the big tape, if you're listening to this, don't say amen. That's not why. I give you two personal vignettes. And, and, and here's the thing about we talk on and we mentioned a couple of weeks, a few, a couple of lectures ago, that Bitochan empowers us to make the right decision. Not only does it allow us to sleep well at night, but if we, Bitochan is a mitzvah, but it also empowers us. I flew last week, which is why I missed this class, to Florida. I dropped my daughter off 3,000 miles away from, from it. Now, I think, you know, when I'm making a decision with my wife, you know, we're looking at pros and cons. Okay, pros and cons. We didn't drop her at some stranger's house. She's at my my parents' house, her grandparents' house. We knew the school. We knew the we know the administration. So we made a rational decision. She's in seventh grade. Okay, there are a billion things that can go wrong. I mean, I mean, and I mean a billion. <coughs> let's imagine the following thing. Either way, let's imagine that it was harder for us to send her to Florida. Okay, but it was the right decision. So what happens then? Because we're scared to do what's right, we don't send our daughter. Her rest of her life will be different, but it really could be on a much more negative scale, perhaps. Right? Okay? Because if, if the right thing is to send her there, and what's holding us back is fear, fear of the unknown, fear of possibilities, so by not sending her, we could have changed our whole life in the negative. Actually, I spoke this week about time and about decisions and the taking the opportunities and seizing the moment. So somebody come, came over to me afterwards, <coughs> this gentleman, Sachs, from Baltimore, he told me there's a movie. Anyone heard of this thing called a movie? I don't know. It's in the old days. They had these things, movies. So you know, there's a movie called The Door. I've heard of this movie. And so basically, this movie was about a guy going to a train and he missed the train. The door closed on him. And because of that, he missed me going somewhere one night. And the, the movie shows two scripts. 
One is had he made a train, what would have happened to his life? Sliding door. The sliding door. Oh, it was a sliding door. Okay. Okay. You see, I, I'm listening to the sliding door. Okay. Right. But one. So and one. So there, missing it perhaps wasn't this person's fault. But imagine in life, you have a decision to make, and, and something that's wrong the way is a huge decision. I must, must say, right? But let's say, I, I didn't send it out of fear. I could change her whole life to the negative. Let's say I send her there, and it's the right decision. But I can't sleep at night because I'm so nervous. Because who knows who will show me, what are friends, or will she like the food, blah, 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 right? So a person needs to be talking. Here's another story this week. And the truth is, on that note, in, in, with be talking, um, again, you have to make right decisions. You can't be a cat. I, we thought for many, many hours and worked out all kinds of details before we made such a decision. And still, we have to be talking that it will, it's for her best and it will work out. And, um, but, you know, this week's parsha. This week's parasha is Yamsuf. Jewish people are at the sea. You know, and everything looks bleak. There's a remarkable Nesiva Shalom. Uh, the Nesiva Shalom says that there's two types of bitachon, two types of, uh, of trust in Hashem. One's a trust in Hashem where you're stuck. Right? A person gets, God forbid, clinically ill, fatally ill, <coughs> and looks really, things really look negative. So some level be talking, which means you trust in Hashem. Why do you trust in Hashem? Because you don't see an alternative, so you end up putting your faith in Hashem. Okay? The other type of, of trust in Hashem is proactive trust. Okay? Putting faith in Hashem. The other, the other trust in Hashem is proactive, which means you go ahead and make a decision. Okay, you go ahead and say, "I'm going to do the right thing because I have faith in Hashem that if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I'm not going to lose out. I'm not going to lose out." Right? And a person, if they have bitachon, is able to do that because they trust in Hashem that if they do the right thing, they won't lose out. So I'll give an example this week. I got a call a couple of days ago. Um, that t- tomorrow night in City Hall, the vice mayor is being sworn in. And the vice mayor personally leaves a message on my answering machine. Will I please come to the event and give an invocation? Now, I've given invocations in City Hall before, but usually it's for our council member, very close to, and it's, I'm in the district, so it's not that surprising, although it's always an honor and opportunity, and certainly it's put us in a situation, a good, good situation in the city. I've never got a call from a vice mayor to give an invocation as she's being sworn in. There's only one issue. And actually, this vice mayor is technically, she's halakhically Jewish. Rose Herrera, even her name is on her mother's side, she's Jewish. She's the only Jewish council person on council. She tells me then, when I get the information, there are about five other clergy people from different faiths up there. All right. Now, thinking to myself, I, yeah, you know, a Hindu, a Buddhist, a <coughs> pastor, the imam, and me, like, I'm not sitting saying halakha with all of them, and I like it's, it's a problem halakha. Why would they have them all there? Well, they want well, because she wants to show it's where she's not right. So, so let, let's let's back up in a second. Ends up I am doing it, and ends up she's giving us her own two or three minutes to do her own thing, and it's not a group prayer. That's what happens at the end. Um, but let's say let's say I would say to myself, here's a great opportunity. The vice mayor, hey, we want to build a building one day. <laughs> right, you know, the other things, it's, it's, it opens doors. It opens doors. Right, well, I, well, you know, what? I'll compromise a little bit in this situation. I'll compromise. So that would be believing that I'm at the mercy of the mayor and not in Hashem's world. And if it's okay, it's okay. So we talk and allows a person to make the right decisions. Right? If you don't live with that, it's, you can make the wrong decisions and that sliding door closes and you go down the wrong path in life. You know, actually, it's, it's Kedai to mention, this is here's a 60-yard site of Noah Weinberg who founded Eishat Torah, who's the Slalom Rebbe's cousin. And, you know, in, in, uh, he, his grandfather was the Slalom Rebbe, the Nesiva Shalom. And I saw an unbelievable story about him. And certainly, they said that of Noah Weinberg who founded Eishat Torah and he was a person who in the 1960s was a 
pioneer in Kiev, and a pioneer in Kiev, certainly in the Yeshivish world, he was the, the biggest pioneer in this. And he you know, was a person who built an international organization single-handedly with many, many mockers. But he, so <laughs> by the Hespeda, you saw the, they, they talked about his Amun and Hashem. I mentioned a, few, a couple weeks ago Harab Aaron built Lakewood based on Amun and Hashem. He built the biggest yeshiva in America, perhaps the best yeshiva in the world, based on on, on Amun and Bittachem, and built Chinuch Atzmai and Torah Torah, all based on Amun and So Noah Weinberg saw a story like this. His daughter said it in the Shiva house that his father's Amun and Bittachem was so great, right, that he, he that he took on things. Because he felt Hashem in his life, and he felt Hashem wants to save the Jewish people. He said there was one time a guy who was a chess master came into Asia Torah, and he was there for about a month. And he said, you know what? I can't. This yeshiva thing's not for me. I'm going on in life. And basically, going on in life meant that he would end up being secular. So Noah Weinberg says, listen, I'll make you a deal. I'll play you chess. I beat you. You stay longer. You beat me. You go on in life. So Noah Weinberg played him in chess and beat him. And Noah Weinberg was probably a decent chess player, but he was not this unbelievable chess player. So his daughter asked him, she said, like, Dad, like, how do you play him in chess? He's a chess master. He said, Hashem wants me to win. Right? It wasn't a shtick by him. He felt, this guy has to be in yeshiva. And if, he, and, if he, and if he was not supposed to be in yeshiva, right, he would have lost. But you act differently. And sometimes these decisions affect your whole life. Unfortunately, I met people who chose poorly, and sometimes they chose poorly out of fear, or out of lack of trust in Hashem, or out of inertia, because they didn't have this. Without. So, you know, as I've mentioned in the beginning, it's not, it's not one class like you listen to a class, and, it's just, and those classes are very important, by the way. <laughs> they're, they're usually important. I'm just, what I want to stress is, is that everything we're doing here, and everything we're learning here, it's not in one ear when a change. It's, it's getting that palpable feeling of Hashem in our lives making decisions with that in there. And that affects our ability to sleep at night, to choose correctly, to be happier in this world, right? and to, to, to open ourselves to a spiritual world. You know, I got a lot of questions, a lot of detailed questions. Some people are here who ask questions, some are not. I would just say that a lot of them will be answered as we're learning. But the important thing is to realize this is what we call avoida, work. And it's the best work in the whole world. You know, if, if, we, if we connect to Hashem on a higher level of trust, every relationship in our life is different. Every every prayer that we pray to Hashem is different, and and when we're faced with adversity, we treat it different as well. So last time we were comparing the alchemist, who in the Middle Ages was the ability to make. Of course, it's not real, but it was, it was to make materials into gold, into silver, and you can go very well through that way. And in theory, that's a great living. You know, you go into your living room, you're able to make gold. And we're comparing it to the Balabi Tachan, to a person who has faith. And we compared the first five things, and today, today we'll do the next, the next five. And as I mentioned last time, this comparing and contrasting is there to teach us what Bitochan, the pluses of Bitochan. So, you know, again, we're going to get to what Bitochan really is and how we achieve it. But the reason we need to know the pluses is because we need to invest in something. Right, you know, when you're a um, when you're you, you want to become a doctor, you can't explain to a person what a doctor does until you know why it's great to be a doctor. And you don't go to medical school; you're not going to do surgery right away. You need to know why it's so important to have a tough one. If you know why it's so important, we'll invest in it, and right? we'll take the time to change ourselves. And because at the end of the day, you know, like as I mentioned a, 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 a couple of weeks ago. Here we are, all a bunch of ladies and one gentleman, in Hashem's world, studying Hashem's Torah, living life. Okay? Living life. Hey, don't we want to live life close to Hashem? Don't we want to live a life where we feel Hashem in our lives? Amuna is knowing there's a God. Bitochan is living with a God. Bitochan is in the reality, and the Chazon Ish has a remarkable work called Amuna and Bitochan. Right? Uh, faith and trust. That's how they translate it. Amuna and bitachon. Amuna, of course, he says, as we mentioned, is believing in God, the concept of God. And bitachon is living with God. So he talks about a person who <coughs> always says, Bezrash Hashem and Baruch Hashem. But he really doesn't have bitachon. And you know what happens? When life is going well, 
Thank God, thank God, thank God. Baruch Hashem. But then his daughter can't get married, and she's 25 years old, and he's bitter. Or somebody gets sick, and he's bitter. Or the business deal happens, and he's bitter. Because he doesn't have Vitochon. Because he doesn't live with that. So we're comparing and contrasting, we're learning the plus of Vitochon in order that we'll truly want to invest in it uh, as we go along. So number six. <coughs> the sixth difference between this alchemist, who in, the, in theory in the Middle Ages would be the most well-off person, and the person who has Vitochon is as follows. The alchemist, everyone know, you know you, you, where are you from, both of you? Los Angeles. Los Angeles. You go to Beis Los Angeles? <laughs> Benoist Esther. So that's the Kassidish one, right? Yeah. Do they teach you about alchemy in, in, in Benoist Esther? You don't know. They don't teach you about alchemy. It's not a, cor- it's not a course? <laughs> you sure? It's not a course. It's not a course. Okay. I'm happy they don't teach it in Benoist Esther. Um, but what alchemy, what alchemy is is this, this middle age uh, concept that you could take materials and turn it into precious metals. And it was in theory... It was outlawed, and people believed in it that you can go out and do this. If you can do this, you're really rich, well, really rich, and really successful. So, an alchemist, even let's say you can make it into gold and silver and great things, he's not guaranteed not to get sick or not to have diseases. You have a way to make money. There's no guarantee of, of that. Which will take away his joy. Imagine having all the money in the world, and you're sick. You're in bed. You don't appreciate it. And I actually once heard a story about a, a person years, decades ago, which was today would be a billionaire, who's had a, 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 a remo- partial removal of esophagus and had to have a liquid diet. But he's a billionaire. So, I, well, I mean, what kind of life is that? Right? Right? You, you can't no guarantee that your health will be there. Physical health. I'm not even talking about mental health right now. Your health will be there. If you're not physically healthy, you can't appreciate all the prokhas that you have. <laughs> and you won't take pleasure in it. And we'll get this explained in a second. A person who believes in Hashem is guaranteed from sicknesses and diseases and sickness Except for kapara atonement, that's atonement. So a person, individual, does a sin, and they don't do tshuva, and then, then Hashem in His kindness will per- punish a person in this world. A much better, much better that a person gets a, a cold or sick or something even serious in this world than nothing at all. Or a where a person will get in the world to come. Young people who get weak and sick. But people who have faith in Hashem, Hashem renews their kayak. Hashem breaks the wicked, and Hashem is, is kind to the righteous. So, what does this mean? Then, if you be talking about Hashem, you never get sick. It means that a person who is talking about Hashem never has to worry about sickness. Now, what does that mean? I remember when I asked my Rosh Hashiva uh, when I was in Shahatar of Zal Gebsen Zatzal. So I said to him, What happens if you don't exercise? So he said to me, If you don't exercise, well, you can get sick and die, lose, or you can live unhealthily, and you're, you're liable for that. <laughs> you don't take care of yourself. You smoke. I remember when I was in Lakewood, just to, to prove the point, Mashkiach in Lakewood, Matisal Salman said, If you smoke, one of two things happen. You die. Or you get sick and you're responsible. If you're in the last 20 years of your life sickly, who's responsible for that if you smoke? It's on your, when you let touch the mind, it's like, what did you do to yourself? What did you do? You, you chose that way. Or if you don't get sick, it's like jumping on a narrow bridge and you survive. But you lose merits. Because you're judged when you do that. So you lose, if you don't take care of yourself and you get sick, that's nothing to do with God, that's you. If you jump off a bridge, God didn't kill you, you killed yourself. Right? If you smoke, you killed yourself. You hurt yourself. If you don't, if you, if you don't take care of your body, if you drive 100 miles on the 280, and not, not any of us, God forbid, and you got killed, that wasn't God. That was you. Right? You chose to kill yourself by driving 100 miles on the 280. Right? We have free will choice. But let's imagine we take care of ourselves. And normally, 
person exercises moderately, eats a normal diet. So we're allowed to, we're not allowed, we should not be tachon, but we're going to be healthy unless there's a good reason not. And if there's a good reason it doesn't happen, it's for our best. It's absolutely for us. We don't have to worry about it. A person who doesn't have faith in God, right? It doesn't walk around. It's even if they have money. There's no guarantees in anything else. It's no, you don't feel, you don't, you worry like, what's going to be with me? You know, how am I going to do this? What, what, right? A person who has been talking about Hashem feels that Hashem, Hashem loves us. He cares about us. Right? And if a person does get sick, I have a cough now. Some good example. Right? For whatever reason, it's it's been a kapara, it's a reward, it's to make me a bit my character stronger. I, I'll I'll try to figure that myself. But all of us, if that happens, it's you can live in life and say I'll do my part. And if anything happens without that, it's meant to be. If Hashem is giving this means this for kapara, there's no, nothing haphazard, right? So you don't have to worry about intangibles. Right? Hashem says, you're, I care about you. You're not going to get sick for no reason. I, I stress though, people. Imagine you cannot take care of yourself, right? You know, if you if you don't take care of your body, then you're you're, you're liable for that. We're obligated to take proper care of ourselves, right? And not to do reckless things. If a person's an alcoholic, they're going to hurt their liver. Right? That's what's going to happen. If a person, you know, eats sugars and gains a lot of weight in their sixties, well, they can get diabetes. That's right? these are these are the, the the realities of not taking care of one, of oneself. But once we do our part. Once we take care of ourselves, we can live in this world feeling that Hashem watches out for our health and He cares about us. And if I get sick, it's my best. It's for my best. Now, of course, we, should, we try to get better. We do our part to get better. But it's, the reality is it's there for us to, to appreciate. We'll get to why we pray to get better and why we do surgeries to get better. And it's from God. Of course, that's what we're obligated to do. That's not for today. But the point is, is that a person can have all the money in the world and have no guarantee about health. I have nothing, I have nothing set in in that area. And the, the seventh benefit, actually, you know, interestingly enough, guess which city in Israel has the highest life expectancy in Israel? What city? Bnei Brak. Every year. If you get bored, put Bnei Brak in life expectancy, we'll see Every year, Bnei Brak has the highest life expectancy in Israel. And I saw that this year, I saw that the lowest mortality rate is Modi'ini elite, which is like Bnei Brak, which is uh, Kiryat Sefer. Has a, so, you know, forgetting everything else, there's a, there's a certain... And I don't think in Bnei Brak, they're, they're the most athletic city in Israel. I, I doubt it. Uh, maybe picking up his books and lowering the... You lived in Bnei Brak for a few months, no? You think it's the most athletic city in Israel? No, not at all, right? But it has the highest life expectancy, right? Um, part of that is that belief in Hashem itself gives a person maneuver as a nefesh. And there's also, you know, Hashem is brought on a certain way. Right? You can make money, look, you're so caught up in making money, and, and you don't even get benefited. Remember, in the Middle Ages, right? Very often, the supply stops. Right? There's a, you go short, go short supply. Uh, today, we have, a, we have an attorney for Intel. Imagine they put everything in for Intel and building all chips for laptops, and there's no more laptops anymore. <laughs> right? It, it can happen, right? We're trying to diversify. I know Intel. <laughs> right? They better diversify. <laughs> right? Uh, right? Well, it's, it, everything become watches and tablets, right? And then the, the chips... Right? You possibly put all your sum in something and, and then they, it just disappears. Um, Look at California. Imagine Silicon Valley. God forbid this should ever happen. Silicon Valley gets bigger and bigger and bigger and California has a drought and you can't live in California anymore. Possible. Right? Possible. You don't know what could. Earthquake. Possible. Supplies. Supplies. Uh, Supplies. You know, I've never, for people saying in Israel, you don't meet, you ever meet a homeless person? I, I don't know one from person. You know, I've heard stories, one in a billion, who's homeless. I mean, a person has been talking about Hashem, and Hashem will help you. Does it mean if there's a gezerah, 
which is not that's just double change. I'm not going to get to it today. But it means that as a general, a person to be talking about Hashem, Hashem, you don't have to worry about this. You're not going to starve. Right? You, Hashem will take care of you. Not only will take care of you, you'll make decisions based on that. Right? You're not going to worry about what's going to happen. I once saw a story, it's an unbelievable story. In the 1920s, a guy moves to America, and he gets to America, he goes into a business, into a pharmacy, on a little corner. And he's a Jewish partner, and it's Friday afternoon, and he says, where are you going? He says, well, I'm going to keep Shabbos. He says, so Shabbos? Sabbath is for the old world. You don't keep Sabbath over here. You, you, you gotta, if his partnership's going to work, you've got to stay here. So the guy said, nothing doing. I'm out of here. So he sold his percent of the business. <coughs> he was telling us his stories about 45 years later. And he said he became a very wealthy man. He went to, he had a couple years of difficulty. Eventually became a very, very wealthy man. A very big philanthropist. So he, and he's telling us, so much, somebody asked him a question. He said, and what happened to your old partner? I said, oh, he still owns that little pharmacy in the corner there. Right? But the point is, is if you worry, you can make decisions. You can be worried what's going to happen. Right? And there's a million things that can happen. You can, you can buy into a business. A person who's talking about Hashem doesn't worry about these type of things because Hashem is, there, is out there, is, 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 is watching out for him. He says, Barav Pad Chamimavas. God redeems you from, uh, from fa- famine and death. Hashem Ra'i, Hashem is my shepherd, I will not be lacking. You won't be uh, embarrassed in the times of Ra'av and Ispo. In the times of famine, you will be uh, uh, full. Which means you live with reality. Of Hashmini, the alchemist, in this Akiv, the Shumakum. So in the, in the way an alchemist worked, So, number eight is, an alchemist is always worried where he is. Now, why, why, why Kodak? I mentioned last time, if you're a Samsung, you're always worried about Apple. Right? You're always you're worried. You're living in a reality of concern. Imagine working for these companies, doing exactly what you need to do. Because we're obligated to live in the world. We're not, you can't imagine, we don't rely on miracles. We'll talk about a tzaddik, Gomor, who can perhaps do that a little bit. <coughs> but we live, we're real people, and we live in the world. If you're, you want to work in a high-tech company, you better do your job. If you want to get a job in, uh, as an attorney, you better go to the best school you can. You better do the hardest job you can. If you want to be uh, uh, a good CPA or order, you better try to get to the best firm. You better try to do the best job. All good. But you know what? There's a difference in living in this and worrying and feeling you know, that it's all up to me. Like we take out a shamanist. So the alchemist who's feeling this is something that's illegal, right? You also haven't had, you know, since you're visiting, I'm going to pick on you a little bit. You haven't dated yet, but you know what it is? People are dating, you speak to them, they feel Hashem at some level, and they feel Hashem at least at some level. They feel it's all up to them. Like they, they'll daven to Hashem, so you can see how B'Takhan goes. They'll daven to Hashem, give me my shidduch, give me my shidduch, because they realize Hashem. And then they start dating, and they had the shadduch, the date didn't go through. How come? Why isn't this? How come I didn't get this name? Like, it's an unbelievable thing, right? Because you can have, on two levels, just be talking. Well, in the world, an alchemist is sitting there worried, I can't sleep in one place for a night. You know, someone's going to get my secrets. I'm going to get busted. This is illegal. You're not worried. Of course, if you have a, a business which, is, which has secrets to the business, you're going to try to protect it. You're going to sleep at night. <laughs> you're going to say, I'm going to do my due diligence. I'm, and if anything, everything, God forbid, happens... Right? If anything, God forbid, happens, it's Hashem's, it's Hashem's Ratzon. Right? That's what's supposed to be. I have to do my part. I'm going to do exactly what I'm supposed to do. But it's not all up to me. Everybody's in the world is going to give me exactly what I'm supposed to get. God is going to give me exactly what's supposed to happen to me. So, but to Hashem, he can live in his own land. As we say in Taylor, but Hashem. Have trust in Hashem, and do good. Shchan Eretz, live in land and see the product of your your faith. Graze in your faith. Live, you'll live happily. I have a friend of mine. He's individualism sick today. He's talking about his cousin. This is an unbelievable thing. And somebody opened a store. She had a clothing store, and somebody wanted to open a store a few blocks away. And this is already a very high level. 
But the, this, she helped her open another store. She actually helped the lady because she felt there's enough business for both of us. Enough business for both of us. I'll have my client. She'll have hers. It's great. Like, I can, in any way I can help this lady. And she didn't bother her. She didn't lose sleep at night. A person does not be tough on, right? Would sit there losing. And I, this person opening a store, it's going to take away from me. I can't believe this. How could this be? You know, how could I hurt this person? Maybe I'll do a little lotion horror. I'll go on Yelp. I'll put a bad review. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, I'll, I'll tell people that mer- my merchandise is better. I'm a, I'm a, this is a different reality. He enjoy life. Amar tzaddikim yarshu aretz v'yishknu la'adala that the righteous um, inherit the land and they, they stay forever on it. Their role will be okay. Again, it's, sometimes God says for whatever reason your business is not going to work out but it's exactly what you need. Just like when you want to get married, okay, when you're dating, you date somebody, it doesn't work out Life is not over, <laughs> right? Listen, if you didn't if you didn't uh, brush your teeth and you didn't uh, get dressed up and you and you made you know bad decisions purposefully, I'm not talking I'm not talking to do inequality, but you like you know you you you, 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 you get angry. So that's your own fault. But if you did your del- due diligence, you date somebody, it doesn't work out. That's the best thing that ever happened to you. You get one closer to your zivug. Of course, as I mentioned last time, you should learn from it. You should gain from the person. Same thing in life. Sometimes if businesses don't work out. A person has to be talking. This was not my shidduch. This was not my shidduch. This was not supposed to be. You have a job, doesn't work. It's like your marriage. This is not supposed to be. You live in a different reality. Of course, we have to do our part. I just want to stress we have responsibility, right? But we do have to do our part. But it's, it, after you have to be talking. What grade are you with girls in? 11th and 10th. So you go to a seminary to Israel? Plan? Yeah, Do you know where you want to go? Huh? Hadar BJJ. It's good seminaries. Very different. That's actually, what is that, Beethoven? Um, so imagine going to seminary. So you want to go ahead and say, this seminary you wanted to get into, you were so excited, you made a pick. And you don't get into Beethoven. Uh, Beethoven. <laughs> 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 you get to Beethoven. I'm not going to give you a call. You should, get, you should go to Hashem. should bless you the right, right seminary. But you don't get into Hardar BJJ. Right now you like to go to... You don't get to either of them. And instead, you get into uh, Benosara. Okay? You go to Benosara instead. So, that, if a person has Beethoven, that's exactly what was best for them. If, if you're going to try to get into BJJ, and you're going to try to get into Hardar. If it doesn't work, then it wasn't my shidduch. I'm supposed to go to Benosara. And you'll meet your girlfriends for life in Benosara. And perhaps somebody will set you up in the future. Right? And perhaps they'll give you a different life course. Does that mean that we shouldn't make decisions what's the best seminary? You should pick the best seminary. It would make sense to you. Do your research. It could be it is Benosara or Benoskava or somewhere else. Or it's BJJ or Hadar. Um, but after you, after you do all, all of your research, there's a bunch in the world. And if this doesn't work out, it's not most of it. You can just smile. Hashem loves us. Hashem cares about us. Hashem is going to give us exactly, if we do our part, we are, do, do you know our parents, uh, I just told you, my, my, I, I want the best for my children. Who doesn't want the best for their children? Because Baruch is going to give us exactly what's supposed best for us. They will put us in exactly the right place for us. We imagine this. Hashem knows a lot better. But when you feel that, when you feel that in your life, you live differently. Um, even if you're a successful alchemist and you're able to make metals into gold and into silver and you you do well, right? You're 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 in the Forbes 500. Life is good, but you know what? That gold, that silver, it doesn't come with you to the grave. You doesn't keep doesn't stick with you, but a person who has bitachon this is important. Bitachon itself is a mitzvah. The person, the fact that a person relies on Hashem, right? That is the way the Kara Kemach says it. Is the person is rewarded for the bitachon by Hashem. They're rewarded that they're happier in this world. They're rewarded that they can make better decisions in this world. 
They're rewarded that they focus on the right things in this world, but they're also rewarded in the world of truth. That, that bitachon comes with them in the world of truth. Right? That bitachon is a mitzvah that gets it with a, with a person in, a, in, the, in the world of truth. Um, I remember... <laughs> I had this chos, I used to, uh, I called, the first time actually, and later I got to meet him some more. I called him Rav Elia Weintraub. Rav Elia Weintraub was, was one of the Gedeleb in Eretz Yisrael. He lived in Bnei Brak. He passed away about five years ago. <coughs> he actually, he lives, lives right next to the Kanyevsky. So he used to the Kabbalah with the stipler going. And then with, uh, I'm, <coughs> he was an American who moved to Israel in the 1950s. So uh, he was a god of Torah. So Aurelia Weinshaw, I once I called him once from Lakewood. I was asking I went, I was learning the safer. I had a Shaila. So I said I called from Lakewood. He said, Are you calling about Shaduchan now? Bitachan, you're first working on Bitachan, you're in Shaduchan. How come you started so late? Like what are you what are you waiting starting so late? I said, No, 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 no. I'm married, I have kids, I'm just learning over Khovas Lavas. I said, Oh, because of course when you're doing Shaduchan, you better have Bitachan. You may going to have male to make the decisions, you have to feel Hashem in your life. Hey, can you imagine picking one person to marry out of millions of people <laughs> and, 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 and having the courage to make the right decisions and to sleep at night doing that? That's not, so, not so simple. So at the time, I remember I was talking about, talking about the level. So he said, this Goyen, who was one of the greatest people, said to me, he said, of course, if you have complete Bitochon, and Hashem, you can never go wrong. Hashem, you have, but most, 99% of people don't have that. But he told me, he said, but when you, any talking you have, it increases your chance of being successful and your reward for in the world to come. And your reward in the world to come. Why, why your reward to come? Because Bitochan makes you live a higher life. You feel Hashem. I'm making a decision, right? Making a decision. You're going to feel Hashem in your life. When you feel Hashem in your life, you're putting Hashem in your life, you're circling in your life, you're connected more to Hashem. You're, you're connected more to Hashem. Do you mean to say that you might get insights? That are more insights into what? Say so you're trying to make a life decision, such as this person or not, to go into this profession or not. Are you saying that the deeper your bitachon, in a sense, so, your okay, mind so let me, get the right idea? So let me let me just address this. I'm going to actually get to this later on, but you know, let's imagine you make a life decision: uh, where to live, wh- what job to take, um, where to spend your children, right? Whatever it is, all these heavy decisions. So we're obligated to research. To investigate, to, to know who we are as people, to understand what we can handle, what we're not, what we'd be happy doing, what we're, what we're not. But we can have bitachon b'Hashem that we'll be successful in our endeavors. Which means that if I try my hardest, Hashem will help me. And with that bitachon, we'll merit more. You know, imagine you're researching buying a business. You may or may not find out that that one detail, <laughs> which which is going to make a big difference about buying that difference or not. So a person who's been talking about Hashem, he merits more also is more empowered to make the right decision, right? Um, and I, we'll talk more about that as we go, go off. Um, he's rewarded he's rewarded in this world and the next world as it says in Tehillim Babotech Bahashem, the person who has trust in Hashem, Chesed Yisolavenu, is surrounded, or is surrounded by Hashem's kindness. Right? It's surrounded by Hashem's kindness. You know, imagine a child looking to a parent and, and being, trying to be a good child, saying, please dad, I love you, it's all up to you. A like, parent wants to give this kid more. Or a kid who forgets about their parent. Right? So that kid gets a lot less. Doesn't mean the parent always says yes. Sometimes it's not good for this kid. Sometimes this kid needs to be missing something. Sometimes this kid needs to have a patch. But it's a patch with a parent who realizes this kid loves him and trusts him and looks up to him. So because we're on the same way, when he sees that we're, we're relying on him, that we're putting our lives in Hashem's hand, that we're feeling Hashem in our lives, we have, we have chesed in our lives, we have Hashem's kindness in our We're more under Hashem's radar for, uh, for 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 it. Um, the other the the Amar mostly in this world, but Marav Tufcha Shetzafan Recha. How great is the reward for those who fear you? 
truth and trust in you, that's the world to come. Right? A person has bitachon ba'ashem. Imagine bitachon is doing what's right. Right? First, let's imagine the following thing. Let's say I, I, this Thursday night, as I, I, you, you came a little late, you can listen to the tape. I talked about if I were to be invited to speak, give the invocation for the mayor. So now it's working out. Let's say it didn't work out. Let's say it didn't work out. And because of that, the vice mayor is upset at me. He's upset at me. I offer you to give the invocation by my swearing in. And you tell me, no. How about if I explain to her that I don't feel comfortable in this multi-faith thing? She looks at me as a radical. And, and in six months from now, right? Six months from now, um, you know, um, I need a favor from her. <coughs> six months from now, I need a favor from her. And, and she says, I asked you to give me an invocation. And you said no for your things? I'm not helping you out. <laughs> right? Even if I think it hurt me in this world, which it didn't, if I don't work on Shabbos, it's not going to hurt me in this world. If a lady comes to hug and kiss me and her last name is Clinton, then I for sure I'd run away. But even, <laughs> but, but even from the husband, I'd run away. But, uh, but if I say, oh, I don't touch ladies. She said, I was going to offer you the, the job as whatever. Right? I'm not going to lose out. But imagine I think I'll lose out. Imagine it appears. In the world of truth, I'm a rich man. I, I, I think what's right. You never lose by doing what's right. Sometimes you're tested and challenged in this world. Sometimes like that wealthy man I mentioned who, who said no to that pharmacy job and became wealthy later on. Sometimes you don't see it. Only in the world of truth. But we, we're a person, that bitachon will, will serve a person eternally. Bitachon gives a person eternal, eternal merit. And the more we feel Hashem in our lives, the more we trust Hashem in our lives, we're in a difficulty and we put our faith in Hashem. Doesn't mean we don't do our due diligence. I mean, I'm going to stress this over and over. We are responsible individuals. But after our due diligence, we sleep at night. Hashem's taking care of us. We need to be. We're in Hashem's world. It's not the vice mayor. It's not billery. It's not anyone else. It's Hashem. Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Right? There's nothing else. We're obligated to live in the world, to do in the world, but after that, and we have that, we can only make better decisions, we make holier decisions, that sliding door will be a much better decision, right? we'll have the courage to be, or of Noah Weinberg in open yeshivas, right? you know what it means to go over to a person, I asked somebody, when I was in Florida, who came to a person, I said, are you doing Kirov? No, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm not that type. Yeah, that type, you, ever, you see a Jew eating trafe, going to get intermarried, and you can save their lives? The person who was a married person in a, in a position where they can do things in their job, you're not that type. You go ahead and do something, right? You're not going to lose out. Of course, you have to do it in the right way, in the right oifen. I, I, can I tell your, your shidduch story? Can I, tell you how, can I say how you got engaged? So I had the singers over, and uh, for those who know Mrs. Singer's husband, Ezekiel Cheskel is a serious guy. Real serious because he's a you know, daily guy. So he tells me when he was in, in, in working for a company, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, Google in, in Argentina. So, uh, you know, he was involved in making a lecture series, uh, classes in, in, in Google. And one day, and one day, uh, his caller to be walks in and he met her there for the first time. Now imagine the following thing. Imagine he said, you know what? What are people on Google going to think if I started Jewish Shear here? Imagine that. No, I don't want to. It's not, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. Uh, work is not home. I'm not starting any lecture here. People are going to think I'm radical. Right? But imagine that door would have been different in life. What could have happened differently? Could be he would have met her anyways, but maybe he would have met her in different circumstances. Maybe he would have been, he would have been in Zoycha, he would have been enough high, high enough level, right? Or maybe, or maybe he would have lost out, and a lot of other people would have lost out. Because he didn't have the bitachon. He didn't be, it wasn't that Naqshem and Aminadav, who jumped into the world and said, you know what, it's Hashem in the world. Not to be a crazy thing, let me, let me step out and do something. Right? It changed his whole life, Mir Tashanav, a baby, will change that baby's life for eternity. For eternity, right? Many baby children, right? But as we talk, it allows a person to do it. We don't have to worry about it. Of course, we're obligated to do responsible things, right? You should build us an intel. You should be doing it in intel. You know what? You can change your life and a million other people's lives, right? And wherever we are in this world, the person has to say, "What can I do? 
If you can do it, you'll be tachon. You don't worry about it. If I can do something, if I, if I, if I have the ability, it's the right thing to do. Right? It's the right thing to, to, you know, I mentioned recently, a couple of times ago, there's a lady who told me she would cover her hair, and the only reason she's not covering her hair is because of her relative. She's embarrassed of her relative. That's what you're worried about? You'll do it. You'll take, you'll be talking about look out, this relative won't bother you so much, or you'll be able to handle it, but why sacrifice your life in this world for that? If you're not the level to cover her hair, that's not, she tell me she's at the level. But they're worried. They're worried. <coughs> the Asiri, the number 10 is, Shabal HaKinya, person of Bitochon, in Yavad Inyano, in the old days, Tfiyah Sibas Min Misaso, Minei Shemash, Hui Bishtal, Vatrech Bo, Hepachan Anagasahol, the Chosalavah says, a remarkable thing, alchemy doesn't really exist, which was a common theory. And this, the whole thing is a, far, a fake and a phony, it's a Ponzi scheme, it's not real. That doesn't realize the whole thing is it's illicit. Did they teach you that in Benosester? Monica Kol Yashar Alav Mishu Misaruk Shenon Yodei Lahalim Esodo. If he would come out, he'd get killed. So he's always nervous. So Hashem, but a person who has betachon, a person who has uh, true trust in Hashem, they're, they're, people trust them. People, they have confidence in themselves. Right? They're people of integrity. It allows them to be people of integrity. It allows them to be consistent in this world. A person who's betachon by Hashem, it's going to yigdol be'enei abrius. They'll be raised. They'll be. They'll raise up like Yosef in the house of Paro. People, they'll, they'll, you will be. You'll rise in, that, in, 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 in the eyes of people. They'll bless you. You'll be the person. Amongst the Jewish people right now, right? amongst the Jewish people who recognize this, you'll be the person who fixes things. You know they're going to go to to fix the problems. A right? person who's confident with Hashem's help, not themselves, confident with Hashem's help. Right? But I, we can do this. You know, I don't sleep at night. I'll be happy. We go It'll save people from problems because of their bitachon. Because of their building, because of their, of their faith in Hashem. The more people know you have Vitachon, and it's not like you advertise, I have Vitachon. It's just who you are. It's just who you are. You get to this level of Vitachon. It's who you are. You don't sweat the small stuff. I remember, actually, he's being honored this year in Florida, as a Jew, Benjamin Shwed. And, uh, he, he is, um, my father, the chairman of Boyle Lake, would call, but he's a really big Askin in that call for since this, it's been founded. Askin means a, a doer in Lake Wakol in Miami Beach. And I remember like, when I was, I was must, this is literally 19, 20 years ago, the first year of the call, something happened. And it really shook the call all there. And everyone, you, you see people in the call, everyone was like, 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 like how are we going to deal with this? How, what's going to be? What if it goes down? How, 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 how? Like, you know, like, He's like, we're gonna deal with this. He was a Holocaust. He is a Holocaust survivor. You know, I remember. I remember he spoke once when I was a kid that his that his that his mother. It was mother's yard site. How his mother? They were running hungry, and had his his mother actually put herself over a kid's home because they were being shot at by planes. Like she covered them. That was when he remembered about his mother. So he lived. He said, "Hashem's here. What are you guys relax?" And he became the leader. He is the one who who is able to solve the problem because he was calm-headed. He had faith in Hashem. It's going to work out. Don't worry. It wasn't a show. It wasn't to make other people calm. That's who he was. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a, like, that's the comes to the person who's bitachon. You don't have to say come to me on bitachon. You just live that way. People see you're a doer. You you have trust in Hashem. You have faith. You're calm. You're cool. You're collected. You don't tell secrets because you're not nervous. The person bitachon, they're worried. Oh, I have to do this. What's this person going to say? You compromise in wrong areas. You're unhappy because you're worried about all kinds of people and things. Bobby Tochon lives a different life. We'll just do a little bit more. I'll pick up next week. That, was, that ends at 10. Differences between a Bobby Tochon and an alchemist. The next benefit, we're going to get to uh, some of the meat and potatoes in, in, the next, in the week ahead. But I want you to another plus of Bobby is Kiwi Inyan Hatayra 
If he is financially comfortable, you'll take care of your duties. Some people have to save up. I got IRA, my annuities. I got to worry about it. I got to do this. Of course, you have to take two ashtalas. This is Hashem's world. Like it's Daka, if I can help here, I'm going to live there. You live, you start up. It's Hashem's world. Hashem gave me the money. I'm going to make sure I pay my bills on time. I'm going to make sure I give my charity. I'm going to make sure to help me and be, and, and be it because you live with Hashem's. You're not worried after saving every single dime. Right? Of course, you have to save money and be practical also. No one's saying that that way. But it's a different world. And also, we'll see later, it's Hashem's money. So if Hashem says, give my sir, 10% or even better, 20%, you give it. I remember he wants to give the following mushal, following parable. Imagine a person needs money. Okay? And he goes to a, a king. He's desperate. Him, he's very poor. He's suffering. He's poor. And he goes to the king and says, please help me. He does this. And the king gives him a thousand gold coins. Now he's comfortable. He's fantastic. <coughs> he gets back to his house and he has a neighbor. The neighbor's also poor. And the neighbor says to him, Oh, I see your money now. Could you give me 200 gold coins? Please give me 200 gold coins. Give me 200 gold coins. Guys, okay, so give me 200 gold coins. It's my money. I know how hard I have to work for this. How difficult it is. I mean, I get this 200 gold coins in the future. I know what's going to be. And he begs and begs. I finally get some 10 gold coins. Here, take the 10 gold coins and move on. Now imagine the following story. A guy's going to the king, begging him for money. Please, please, please. Can I have this? I'm sorry for my family. This, I need this. The king says, you know what? I'm going to give you 800 gold coins. And please, when you get to your town, give your neighbor 200 gold coins. The guy's going to leave the king's palace. Wow, i got to get some gold coins. I'm going to give my neighbor, he'll give his neighbor halfway 200 gold coins. Because the whole money, when I got it, was to give to him also. Matzel Salman said, same thing by give money. Shem gives a certain money for us and certain money for other people. But you have to be tough to know that. <laughs> person has to be tough to be cognizant of that. Right? It's not, you live different with money as well. We'll pick this up next week, okay?